begin the Gemara today, six lines from the bottom of the Yomot, and Daf Yutes Omad Beis. Zok the Gemara, Boi Minei Abaye Merabe. Abaye asked Rabbe the following question. If a person buries a relative on Yontif, he has to sit Shiva for him, and he has to also keep the days of Shloishim. So the question is, regarding Shiva, we already said before, that a Yontif pushes off Shiva. And if the burial happened on Yontif itself, then what happens is you s- begin the Shiva after Yontif. But the question is, Do you count the days of Yontif for part of the days of the Shloishim? For the days of Yomtev, do not count as part of the Shloishim, and you have to start Shloishim after Yomtev. So Gemara explains the question. So Abaya says, as far as the days of Shiva, so I don't have a question about this. Because the, the halachas of Shiva do not apply in a Yomtev. So for example, Rashi says the fact that on Shiva, you don't wear shoes. That's not something that there's a halacha that you apply that applies on Yontif. On Yontif, you do wear shoes. So the, since you didn't begin your shiva yet on Yontif, so you start the shiva after Yontif. The question, however, is regarding counting the days of Shleishim, the halachas of Shleishim, you anyways end up fulfilling them on a Yontif. As Rashi brings over here, you're not allowed to wash your clothing. Rashi uses the example of ironing your clothing or you're not allowed to take a haircut. So if you begin that already on Yontif, on Cholomayed, where you're not taking haircuts and you're not washing your clothing, so maybe we can count the days of the Yontif or Cholomayed as part of the Shloishim. So what? So here, here's the question, my, is it count or does it not count? <coughs> no, the days of Yontif do not count as part of the Shloishim. You begin counting the Shloishim after Yontif. So they asked on this Pesachtin from the following Vraisa. It says, A person buries two days before Yantiv. So the Tana of this Braisa holds, like it said in our Mishnah, that when do you say that the Yantiv interrupts the Shiva? If you had three days of Shiva before Yantiv. So here there were only two days of Shiva before Yantiv. So then, So then you have to continue another five days of Shiva after Yantiv. And in those five days, other people can come and do work for you. So there are some that say that when it says even though usually by Shiva someone else is not supposed to keep your store open or do work for you, but over here because this is a pushed off Shiva, so it's allowed. But Taisus over here says that when it says it doesn't mean that there's a, this more of a hefet here, but in the last words of Taisus he says here we're speaking about a davar avid. When it's something where there's a financial loss, then every time by Shiva someone else could take care of your work for you in such a situation. And then it says in the Braisa, your maids and your servants, they can do work for you quietly in your house. Another detail there regarding this case, when there's a pushed off Shiva to after Yomtiv, and all the people that usually come to be Menachem Avul don't have to come to be Menachem Avul for those five days after Yomtiv. Why? Because they had a time to be Menachem Avul and to come speak to you during Yomtiv. And the Braise explains, the rule over here is as follows, any of the halachas that applies to the oval himself, the marshal not wearing shoes, and all the other halachas regarding the oval himself, so on Yomtif, you stop and you don't do that. So if he had two days of Avelis before Yomtif, and then he's continuing his shiva after Yomtif, he has to continue following those halachas after Yomtif, because he couldn't do them on Yomtif. 
But all those things which includes in Shiva, which is the other pieces that are coming to be Menachem Avol, ain't Ragam Afsika. That's something that the Yom Tif does not stop that. Anybody can come during Yom Tif to be Menachem Avol, the person. So therefore, even though he himself has to keep five days of Avelis after Yom Tif, but the Nicham Avelim does not continue after Yom Tif. What happens if he buries in three days before the end of the Yom Tif? It's just an example, but the same would be any other day during Yom Tif. But the Brais is giving an example that, that uh, he buried three days of Yom Tif or less. So then, So you begin Yeshiva after Yom Tif. And the Brais explains, Four days of that Shiva, Rabbim is asking by all people come to him and people are Menachem Avalim for those four days because they, they, those four days they did not have to be Menachem Avalim during Yom Tif. The last three days of the Shiva, he has to keep that, th- those days of Shiva which he did not keep during Yom Tif, but ain't Abba Nesaskim But people do not have to come to be Menachem Avalim because the three days of Yom Tif that he was sitting Shiva already or not, he wasn't keeping Shiva but people were able to come to be Menachem Avalim during the three days of Yom Tif, so people are not going to come to be Menachem Avalim. So till here, the Braisa was speaking about the halachas of Shiva, whether the Shiva began two days before Yom Tif or during Yom Tif. Then the Braisa concludes, V'regel Oyloloi, and the Yom Tif is also counted. The days of Yom Tif are counted. What is the Braisa talking about? Here the Braisa is talking about Shloishim, that the days of the Yom Tif are counted for the Shloishim. His mother says this seems to refute what, uh, what Rabbi said. My love, don't you think, Kaseife? When it says here that the days of the Yom Tif will count for the Shloishim, it's referring to the case of the Seife, where the person, the, the relative passed away on Yom Tif itself, and he begins counting Shloishim on Yom Tif itself, and the Brisa says that the days of the Yom Tif count for the Shloishim. So that's a question on Rabbi that said that the days of Yom Tif do not count for the Shloishim. The Gemara answers, Loi, Areisha. This is going back to the Reisha. In the Reisha of the Braise, where it spoke about that the person already began counting Shiva two days before Yantif. So when you count the Shloishim, you count the Shloishim from the day of the burial, so therefore you already counted, are starting to count Shloishim from before Yantif. So over there, since you already started your Avelis from before Yantif, on that the Braise is saying that the Yantif will count for the Shloishim. But in the Seifer, when he began the Shiva in Yontif itself, over there the Rabbi could still be right that the days of the Yontif do not count for the Shloishim. So there's no question on Rabbi from there. But now the Gemara brings another Braise, where it says clearly not like Rabbi. Eisvei, so they asked him, it says in the Braise clearly, that the days of the Yontif are counted for the days of Shloishim. Ketzad, what does this mean? If the burial was in the beginning of the Yom Tif, so shiva acha regal. You begin keeping shiva after Yom Tif. And then others could do work for you. And your servants and maids could do housework for you or could do work for you discreetly in the house. And vein rabim is asking by, and people do not have to come to be menachem avolim. Shikvan is asking by because they had a time to be menachem avol during the seven days of Yom Tif. And then the Brais concludes again, v'regel oyluloi, and the days of the Yom Tif are going to be counted for him. What are they counted for? It's counted for the days of Shloishim, like it said Fedish in the beginning of the Brais. Regel oyluloi l'min Shloishim. So here we clearly see that even though he began the avelos in Yom Tif. But the, day, the days of the Yontif are counted for the Shloishim. So this refutes what Rabbi said. 
Gemara brings other Amiraim that said the same thing. Uh, Where did we have that, that Shabbat is very young, Correct. Yantif, Yantif Shani. Yeah, we had this as a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Then he gave to using a guy. Yeah. Dr. Gemara, ki asa Ravin. So Ravin came, Omer Rabbi Yechen, and he said in the name of Rabbi Yechen, the same Allah, not like Rabbi, like it says in this Braise. Afila Kavrei Beregel, even if the Kvura was on Yantif itself, so the days of Shloishim, you count, including Yantif. Vechein oiri le Rabbalaza le Rabbadas berei, Rabbalaza taught Rabbadas' son, Afila Kavrei Beregel, that even the Kvura on Yantif, you count it as part of the Shloishim. That's what it says here in this Gemara. I'm not sure. We'll see in the continuation. Maybe there's a sugi later that says differently. But according to what it says here, Nichem Avelim is even on Yontif. Yeah. So this is not going back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that if you have three days of Shiva before Yontif, then the Yontif cuts off the Avelis. So here the Gemara brings a Braise where there's a Machlaikis about this. So the Tanakhama says, like it said in our Mishnah, that if you already turned over your bed three days before Yom Tif, so that's the Avelis, three days, so then So then after Yom Tif, you don't continue keeping Shiva. The Chachamim say, Even if you kept the Avelis of Shiva for one day or even one hour before Yom Tif, the Yom Tif cuts it off, and you don't continue keeping Shiva after Yom Tif. This Machlaikis here between Rabbi Yezer and the Chachamim is the Machlaikis between Beishamai and Beisilol. Rabbi Yezer was one of the students of Beishamai. The Gemara says, there's a famous Gemara in Bab Metzir that talks about Rabbi Yezer, and there it says Rabbi Yezer was a student of Beishamai, and the Chachamim are Beisilol. Shebeshamah's opinion was Shloishayamim. Only if there were three days of Shiva, then Yantuf cuts it off. Or Baisilaimrim, but Basilil say a filayimechat. Even one day or even even more than that, even one hour. Like we said before. It's in the name of Rabbi Yechinen. Others say, that Rabbi Yechinen said this, Barabe or He said to both of them. That we pass in like this halacha, like the like Basilol, that Even one hour before Yantif you keep Shiva, the Yantif cuts off the Avelis. Rava Marava said, no, Allah Ketana Didan. We pass like the Tana of Armishne, Dhamashloisha, that said only if there's three days of Avelis, then the Yantif cuts it off. Ravune Ikla al Surah de Piras. Ravune was in the city of Surah, which is by the river Piras. So Rav Chaviva asked Ravina the question, what's the halacha regarding this when you start Shiva before Yom Tif? So he answered him, even one day or one hour of Shiva before Yom Tif, it cuts off the entire Shiva. And that's the halacha in Shulchan Aruch. So the Gemara Yosef, Rav Bar Abe, Rav Ami, Rav Yitzchak Nafche. So these three Amiraim were sitting, Akila the Rav Yitzchak ben Alazar, outside of the house by Rav Yitzchak ben Alazar. So nafik milsimi benayu. So they heard the halacha that was taught inside of it there, and it came out. And the halacha was regarding avelus bechlal minayin la avelus shiva. From where do we know what's the source that avelus is seven days? Answer is the There's a pasuk that says va'afachti chagechem leivel. I will transform your celebration of yantif into an avelus. Ma chag shiva, just like a yantif is seven days. Af avelus shiva. So too the avelus is seven days. 
Fractal Gemara, how do we know to compare to a Yontif like Pesach, that's seven days? Ve'imad says, maybe compared to Shavuos, the Chad Yom, which is only one day. So the Gemara answers, you're right, sometimes we do say it's one day. This, to compare it to Shavuos, that it's one day, that's like Rishlokish said. Amr Rishlokish, Mishum Rabbi Yudin he said in the name of Yudin Nesiyeh, Minayin L'Shmur Choyko Shainin Ahegas what happens if you didn't find out about a relative that passed away immediately when it happened, but you found out about it much later? And the Gemara will soon explain what much, what much later means. So then the Avelis is only one day. So from where do we know that then it's only one day? That I will transform your Yontif into Avelis. So there we have one day, Atzeres is called a Yontif one day. So usually Avelis is compared to the Yontif of seven days, but a Shmur then we compare it to Shavuos and the Avelis is only one day. So here the Gemara brings the source of this halacha. When you hear about it right away, so then the, the Avelis is seven days. And a, a, a Shloishim, and you have Shiva and also Shloishim. But if it's a Shmur if you heard it, then it's from a distant. If it's a, it happened a long time ago, then it's only one day. What's considered to be immediately and what's considered to be later on? If you hear about this within Shleishim, then you have to keep Shiva and Shleishim. Rechaika is if you heard about this after Shleishim, then, then you don't have to keep uh, Shiva more than just one day. That's how Rabbi Kiva explains this. The Chachamim the argue and say, does it make a difference? Whether you hear about it right away, whether you hear about it later on. You always have to keep the seven days of Shiva and Shleishim. So he said, who do we paskin like? Rabbi Kiva or the Chachamim? Whenever you find a Machlaikis and there's one Tana that is lenient, and then you have the Chachamim, you have the Rabbim that are, that are stringent. So usually, we pass them like the Rabbim that are more stringent. Besides over here, in this case, we pass them like Rabbi Even though Rabbi Kiva is lenient and the Chachamim are more stringent. Here we pass them like Rabbi Kiva. And again, the Gemara brings the Amma Shmuel, Halachik, Kedivriya, Mekel, When by Avelis, we always pass them like the opinion that's more lenient. So the Gemara brings now different incidents that happened. Rav Chanina asked you leshmur davua. Rav Chanina asked you leshmur davua mi bechuzoi. He had a, a, a shmur about his father passing away from bechuzoi, which came late. It came after shloishim, so he wasn't sure how to paskin. Also, like Hamed Rav Chista came and asked Rav Chista. Amalei Rav Chista told him shmur chayka. You found out about this late, and ain't an agas mechot. So the shiv is only one day. So the Shmua about his mother passing away also came from Bechazoi after Shleishim. Asla came to Rav. Came to Rav. So he also said that a Shmua Chayka is only one day. So Eisvei, so Rav Nassim Barami asked Rav, it says in the Braise, Bamed Varmamurim, Bachamisha Meise Mitzvah. When do you say that if you find out about it later, that's only regarding five of the relatives of the Meise Mitzvah? So Rashi over here brings what these five relatives are. It's Bnoi, Bitoi, Achav, Those five relatives are, so Takif, there's a Shmur, a you keep one day. 
but regarding a father or a mother, shiva shloishim. So then you do keep shiva and shloishim, even if it's something that you found out later. So he's asking Rava, why are you telling me that I could keep one day if, if he was talking about his mother that passed away? Amalei said, Rava answered him, Yechidahi. This Braisi you just quoted is the opinion of one single Tana. We don't hold like that Braisa. And he brings on the source of who this Tana was that held like this. The Tanya will learn in another Braisa, Maisa umeis aviv shorab tzadik beginzik. The father of Rab Tzadik and Ginzik passed away. They only let him know about this three years later. He came to ask Alisha Navuya if his Kainim Shimai regarding if he should keep Shiva or not. And they told him that yes, you do have to keep Shiva and Shlashim, even though he found that so much later. Similar, the, the, the story happened when Rabachia, his brother, passed away in Galos. He also kept Shiva and Shleishim. So the, here you see, this is the Braise which held this way, that regarding a father and a mother, you keep Shiva and Shleishim. Over here it even actually talks about the son of Rabachia. But we don't pass like this. The Rebbe brings this Gemara in a Ha'ara somewhere, and the Rebbe says that from this Gemara you see, this last case of it, that they only let him know three years later, that there is an Indian, not to, you don't have to necessarily let someone know that a relative passed away. If you want to withhold information and, and notify much later, so he doesn't have to keep Shiva Shleishim, there's an Indian in it, that he shouldn't have to have the Tzad, and he should uh, be able to, do not have to keep the whole Shiva and Shleishim. Like you see here, they waited to let him know. Maybe there was no other way. Maybe they couldn't have seen it. Could be. Okay. I'm, just, good, good. I'm, just, I'm telling you what the Rebbe no, says. That you see, the Rebbe brings ah, sources okay. for this. That you see that, that a, a, a information of, of a tragedy and so on. So the Rebbe by his mother didn't let her know b'chlal. The Rebbe played the whole time as if uh, not, not to be mitzayir at all. Yeah, that's very unusual. Yeah, Frek, the Gemara. So here, the last point it said what? That, that it was that Rabachia sat Shivan Shloishim even for Shmur Chaika. Now at this point the Gemara thinks who's this Rabachia? Rabachia is Rabchia. It's the same person, even though there's an Aleph in front of his name, but the Gemara understands that this is Rabchia. In fact the Gemara any is this true, but for her Rav Rav, which was Bar Achur, the Rabachia, he was the son of the brother of Rabchia, and he was the Hu Bar Achseid Rabchia, and he was also the son of the sister of Rabchia. So this, this, was a, this was a brother and a sister that did not share the same parents, but they were a brother of Rabchia through the father, and a sister to Rabchia through the mother. So they both got married to each other, and they were the father and mother of Rav. So Rav's father and mother, he was Rabchia's nephew twice. He was Rabchia's <coughs> nephew through his father and through his mother. They were both a brother and sister to Rabchia from a different father and mother. So what happened? When Rav came to Eretz Yisrael, Omalei, so Rav uh, asked Rabchia, that is, asked Rav, Abba Kayim, is my father still alive? So he didn't want to answer him clearly that his father passed away. Omalei, he told Rabchia, Ima Kayemis. Why are you asking me about whether your father is alive? You should ask me whether your mother is alive first. Amalei, so Rabchia asks him, Ima Kayemis, is my mother alive? Amalei, Abakayim, you asked me about your mother, but did I answer you yet regarding your father, whether your father is alive? In other words, he didn't want to tell him clearly. From here you see in the Gemara, this is a Gemara, this is brought actually in the Gemara in Psachim, where it speaks about the fact that a person should try as much as possible not to say a Dovah Maguna, not to speak negatively. And Avera as well, he didn't want to clearly tell him about the fact that his father and mother passed away. So he hinted it to him in this way. 
Okay, so he understood what, what happened, that his mother and father both passed away, and he understood that it happened a while ago. So he told his servant, take off my shoes. In other words, he has to keep Avelos. And then right afterwards he told him, Come, take with me my garments, and we're going to the bathhouse to, 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 to bathe. Meaning that he only kept Avelos for a short period of time. So the Gemara says regarding this story here, you learn from the story three alochas. Shmami, no, from here you learn Avalos of Benilis Asando. That Aval is not supposed to wear shoes. Shmami, no, the second Allah you learn is Shmur, Chayka, Eneneheges, Eloyemecha. When you find out about a relative that passed away from a long time ago, so the Avalos is one day. On Shmami, no, the third Allah you learn of here is Miktasayem Kekuloi. And that even that one day, it's not a full day. He just kept Avalos for one moment and then he right away is going to the bathhouse. So what's the Gemara's question now? Here we see that Pchia holds that when you find out a Shmur, a Chayka, you keep Avelos for one day or even just for a moment of the day. And before we said that Abachia kept Avelos even for a son, Shiva and Shloishim. So the Gemara answers it's not the same person. Rabchia Luchod and Rabachia Luchod. Rabchia is one person and Rabachia is another person. What happens if a person finds out that what? That what? It's two different people, so they're, they're, there's a machlaikis between them. The machlaikis. So Rabbi Yisrael said, If you find out about a relative that passed away, and on Yontif you found out about it, then it's still a shmur kreiv. By then it's still within 30 days. But regel, it comes the matzah the Yontif, nasas rechaikis, and now it's after 30 days already. So in such a case, the fact that by the time you could keep Shiva, it's already after Yantif, and it's not at this point, it's after 30 days, so that counts, and therefore you only keep Shiva one day. So he learned Allah in front of Rabbi Yechenin, a similar thing, you heard on Shabbos about what happened. And on Shabbos, it's still within 30 days. And then Olam Matzah Shabbos, Nasus Rechaika. Matzah Shabbos, it's already the 30th day, and now it's already Shmur Rechaika. And in Noyeg Mechad. So the same thing over here is that you only Noyeg Shiva one day. Another Shailad Gemara asks, Kireya Oyeine Kireya. If you find out a Shmur Rechaika and you're not keeping the Shiva, the full Shiva, just one day, so what's the Allah with Kriya? Do you have to tear your garments or do you not have to tear your garments? Rabmani Yama, Rabmani said, Eine Kereya. He does not do Kriya. Rabchanina Yama Kereya. Rabchanina says, even when you don't keep Shiva, but still the halacha of Kriya does apply. Amalei Rabbi Rabmani Rabchanina. So Rabmani asks Rabchanina, Bish Lemelididi. According to my opinion, it's understood, Amine Eine Kereya, that I said that you don't do any Kriya. So Hainu, Deloi Ike Avelus Shiva. And the reason is because if there's no Avelus Shiva, there's no Kriya either. It goes together. But according to your opinion, the Omrit Kireya, that you do do Kriya even if it's a Shmur Rechaika and you're not keeping seven days Shiva. Kriya Beloi Shiva Miyike. Is there a halacha of Kriya in a situation where a person is not keeping Shiva? That was his question. So the Gemara says, Veloy, and there isn't, but Vahatanya, we learned in Abraise, the Isi Avud Rabzeira. Isi, which was the father of Rabzeira. Vamrila Achud Rabzeira. Others say that Isi was the brother of Rabzeira. So he learned Abraise, Kameh Rabzeira. In front of Rabzeira, he learned as follows. In a situation where a person is, uh, has to do Kriya, but he doesn't have a garment of his own to do the Kriya. The clothing he's wearing is borrowed clothing, so he can't uh, do the Kriya. 
and uh, and he has these these garments he's wearing when he has to do the kriya. So what does he do? He can't do the kriya then. So kireya. So again, So he said within shiva. So then he does the kriya. But after shiva, After shiva, if he only has garments that he can do kriya on after shiva, he does not do kriya. Okay, so over here, in the beginning of the Braise, it seems to say clearly, like, uh, like Rabmani said, that you don't do Kriya after Shiva. But then the Gemara continues, what was the Hemshech of the Braise? Oni Rabzeire Basrei. Rabzeire, when he heard his father or his brother saying this part of the Braise, he continued the Braise and he said, This that you said, that if you can't do a Kriya within Shiva, you don't do Kriya after Shiva, is only regarding the five different relatives that there are. But regarding a father and a mother, then a person does kriya even later, even after the shiva. So therefore, his question, the Gemara is saying, here you see that there is kriya even after shiva. So what was Rabmani's problem? Why was Rabmani saying that there's no kriya after shiva? So the Gemara answers, no, you see the answer very simple. Specifically in the honor of a father and a mother to express the mourning to a greater extent. Over here, the halach is that there's kriya even after shiva. But in a regular case, Rabmani says, and we pass like Rabmani, there's no Kriya after Shiva. Here the Gemara brings the source of Bechlal keeping the days of Shiva, the morning, for the different relatives. So we learned that all those relatives that are mentioned during the Psukim regarding a Kayin. A Kayin is not allowed to be metam himself to a mace. But then there are the relatives that a Kayin is allowed to be metam himself. So all of those relatives, Oval misabul alei and a oval is also that's the avelus of a oval for those relatives. And who are these relatives that are mentioned there? Veiluain ishtoi, person's wife, aviv a father, veimu a mother, achiv a brother, achaisa a sister, and benayibita a son or daughter. Those are the seven relatives that are mentioned there in by a kain. Haisifu alei and then they added to this more achiv vaachaisa absula meimai that if a person has a brother or a sister that is from a mother. So even though by Kayanim, if it's only a brother or a sister by, from a mother, they're not allowed to be metame, but for Avelus they said, even a brother and a sister from a mother, there is Avelus. And a sister that's already married, whether she's a sister from the father or the mother, so over there also a Kayan, once a sister gets married, is not allowed to be metame, but there is Avelus. And then the Braisa adds even more than this. Just like there's Avelus regarding these individuals here, the seven people that I mentioned, the same thing is also the next generation. So Rashi says, for example, Shnim Shalem means just like there's Avelis for a father, there's Avelis for a grandfather, there's Avelis for a son, there's Avelis for a grandson, and so on. And, or even Avelis for the son of a sister. So whatever, whoever that mentions here Avelis, the Avelis is also for the next generation. This is Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Rabshim ibn Allah argues and says, If there's a situation where you say that there's another generation that there has to be availus for, it's only a grandson or a grandfather. But not when it comes to a nephew and so on, when it's a, a, a son of your sister. The Chachamim say, That any time there's availus for one of these seven people that we mentioned, and that, and that person, that you have to be misabul for, he is sitting avelus misabul ima. You have to keep the avelus with him. So, for example, a father. 
that you have to keep Avelis for a father that passed away. If the father is sitting Shiva, you have to keep Avelis with him. Which means for a grandfather or a grandson and so on. Oh, so exactly. So the Gemara asks the question right away. If so, it seems like the Chachamim is saying the same thing as Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva is saying that there's a second generation that you have to sit Shiva for, or a grandfather that you have to sit Shiva for. It seems like the Chachamim are saying the exact same thing. So the Gemara answers, the difference is, whether that is only if that person is with you in the house. Which means that according to Rabbi Kiva, when he said that you have to sit Shiva for a grandfather or if even for a nephew or a niece, that's even if your sister that's sitting Shiva is not with you in the house. Or your brother or your father that's sitting Shiva is not with you in the house. You still have to sit Shiva for their son or their father that passed away. Whereas according to Rabbi Chachamim, only if the one that's sitting Shiva is with you in the house, then you have to sit Shiva with them. And the Gemara brings a source for this concept. Rav, that is, Rav said to Chiyah's son, and Rav Huna said to Rabbe's son, regarding a situation when their wife was sitting Shiva. So they, they said to them, in her presence, you should behave with Avelus. But not in front of her, you don't have to behave with Avelus. So here you see that there's this concept of keeping Avelus together with a wife when you're in, your, in her presence. Marukve, his brother-in-law passed away. The son of his, of his in-laws, his brother-in-law passed away. So that, what does that mean? His wife was sitting Shiva. So his wife's sister. So he thought that he's going to sit Shiva for this, right? and then also Shloishim together with his wife. came to visit Marukve. Ashkeche saw what he was doing. He was sitting Shiva. So he told him, do you have to eat tzudnaisa? Tzudnaisa is this uh, special meal that they would make for the people that are sitting shiva. It says, you have to join and sit shiva for this. The only reason they said that you sit shiva <coughs> is, is for the honor of your wife. And when was this said? And they only said this if one of your in-laws passes away. So then, for the honor of your wife, in her presence, you sit shiva. But in a case where a brother-in-law passes away, <coughs> then it wasn't said, even for the honor of your wife, you don't have to sit Shiva. Tanya, so he brings the sources for this. So he says, here you see there are two braises about this subject. The Tanya, in one braise it says, <laughs> A person's mother-in-law, father-in-law pass away. So a person should not tell his wife to put on makeup and to make her hair because she's sitting Shiva. On the contrary, you should also turn over your bed and behave with Avelis together with her. And the same is in the reverse. If a, if a woman, her uh, father-in-law or mother-in-law pass away, so she's not allowed to put her makeup on and do her hair. And she has to also turn over her bed and behave with Avelis together with her husband. That's one price. So we see that a husband and wife should do availus for one another. The Tanya but another price it says, that a person should not tell his wife to put on makeup and uh, do a hair for, in, in this time. But nevertheless, the Brisa continues, Be'emes Omru, the truth was said, She could pour a cup for her husband and she could uh, prepare his bed for him. And she could wash his hands and feet uh, the, for him. So what do you see over here? That there is no, that uh, she does not have to keep Shiva with him in a time that he's sitting Shiva. 
So Kashyan, so in a time that, that, the, that she's sitting Shiva. So the Gemara says, Kashyan Adadi. So these two braises are our contradiction. Elalav, what's the answer? Shema mino, kam b'chom v'chamaisoi, and kam b'shakrevim. If it's a father-in-law or a mother-in-law that passes away, then you have to keep shiva together with your wife, or your wife has to keep shiva together with, with the husband. And in a case where it's other relatives, so then there's no aloha of a husband keeping shiva with a wife, or vice versa. Shema mino, this is a raya, to what Mar told, uh, what Rav Huna, that is, told Mar Ukve. Tanya nami hachi, we learned this in Abraisa clearly as well. This that it says that a husband should keep Shiva together with his wife in her presence, it wasn't said, That's only if his father-in-law or mother-in-law passed away.